every day for 14 days, and it's really that easy. Metamucil traps and removes the waste that weighs you down, so you feel lighter and more energetic. Now, I never want to go back to that heavy feeling. Are you ready for the Metamucil two-week challenge for a coupon and daily support? Sign up at Metamucil.com today. When I can't sleep, my mind just races. I think about work, the kids, but I don't think about taking melatonin because I'm afraid I'll feel groggy in the morning. Zequel Pure Z's Gummies has an optimal dose of melatonin for no next day grogginess, so you can fall asleep naturally and wake up feeling refreshed. <sighs> Zequel Pure Z's Gummies for better sleep like never before. And try Pure Z Sleep plus next day energy with melatonin plus extended release B vitamins. Hey, Pensacola, News Radio 923 has it all. Pensacola Morning News, Pep Talk, Pensacola Right Now, Brian Kilmeade, Dave Ramsey. Local news, Fox News, WEAR News, traffic on the fives, Florida State football, election coverage, hurricane coverage, breaking news and weather coverage. News Radio 92.3, now heard on 95.3 and AM 1620. Informative, local, dependable. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. In the heat of the day, down in Mobile, Alabama, working on the railroad with a steel driving hammer. I gotta get some money, buy some brand new shoes, try to find somebody, take away these blues. She don't love me, hear them singing in the sun. Pity coming when my work is all done. My mom is 84 years old, and she's at home watching. Mom, I just want an Oscar. It really was a pretty cool moment, honestly. It was pretty neat. And I will probably get his name mispronounced, and I apologize. I'm not trying to, but Kehi Kwan, the best supporting actor for everything, everywhere, all at once, uh, which, of course, you heard top of the hour news won every category. <laughs> every could have found their way to make best picture for Top Gun Maverick. But whatever, you know, whatever. Everybody's got their loves <laughs> that don't make it all the way. That was a really, really cool speech. Definitely the speech of the evening uh, and way more interesting than uh, Jimmy Kimmel's long... You know, it's funny. He makes fun of the Oscars being long and then he does a like 18-minute opening monologue. It was super long and not really as funny as you were hoping for. There were a couple of like okay jokes, but mostly it was like... Are we there yet? Come on now. Move into all the categories. My journey started on a boat. I spent a year in a refugee camp. And somehow, I ended up here on Hollywood's biggest stage. They say stories like this only happen in the movies. I cannot believe it's happening to me. This, this is the American dream. I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty impressive, right? And you know, the one thing it makes me think about is when I when I heard him saying that, it um I don't know, I, I know I hear everything different. I just I have a weird brain. My brain sees things, hears things differently than most other people. You know what it made me think about is my reaction to that is yes, I love this country, this country is amazing. And then my second question is, and what am I doing on a daily basis 
to perpetuate, accomplish, keep alive that idea of the American dream, right? Because, you know, like everything else in the world, it doesn't just happen on its own. You know, we all love the events, right? We love the Maguire's 5K, you know? Is there anything you're doing to help keep it going? You know, we, we love, uh, you know, the blues on the beat. I mean, I don't know, just like things you love about Pensacola, things you love about America, things you love about your neighborhood, you know, whatever it is, somebody has to do it, right? And I know it might seem like an abstract thing, but, you know, somebody has to keep the idea of the American dream alive. And what could I, you know, Andrew McKay, what can Andrew do more to either accomplish it or to keep it alive or to foster the idea that it's still alive in the minds of other people. You know, just, I don't know, that that was where my brain went, okay? Because uh, I think we all have a duty. Just, you know, we have a duty for so many things, and that's one of the examples. And, you know, and then he thanks his wife. I owe everything to the love of my life. My wife, Echo, who... <laughs> who, month after month... Year after year for 20 years, told me that one day, one day, my time will come. Dreams are something you have to believe in. I almost gave up on mine. To all of you out there, please keep your dreams alive. That's pretty good stuff. (laughs) I mean, it is. And, okay, now... There's a part of me that thinks I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it anyway, because, again, you know, my brain is a little bit odd, a little bit different. Whenever somebody gives a speech like that, you know what I'm thinking? Nine actors didn't win. (laughs) You know, like, they, because they had a dream, too. And, you know, they did really great stuff, and they produced Oscar-nominated performances, but they did not get to get up and give the speech, you know? And I know they're happy for him, but I imagine that the people who don't win are a little bit like, hmm... (laughs) You know, the dream almost works for everybody. Because what I, I, the reason I say that is because I think we have this, um, I just got done saying how much it's important to believe in the American dream and to foster it and to promote it. Absolutely. And part of that is the belief that it's available. Okay? No doubt. You have to believe that it's available and you have to have the audacity to believe that you can maybe take part in it, right? That you can do it. There's also a part of me that I... Whenever I hear the speeches that, you know, just keep dreaming, you can do it, just keep dreaming, believe, never give up, there's an awful lot of people that in Hollywood, for example, just, you know, in Los Angeles, there's an awful lot of waitresses and waiters at the age of 60, (laughs) you know, who are like, I'm still dreaming, and maybe it will still come true for them. There's a lot of people for whom they hold the dream and it doesn't happen. That sort of dream, you know, the lottery kind of dream, like I'm going to be a rock star, I'm going to be a movie star, I'm going to be a football star, you know what I mean? I, I agree, you've got to keep the dream in order to get there, but we sometimes make the mistake of teaching people that having a dream is sufficient. As a philosopher, I would say there's a necessary condition, that means you have to believe in the dream, and there's a sufficient condition, which is, well... Believing the dream is not a sufficient condition. You know, you've got to have a lot of other things go the right way for that to take place. So um, part of what I like about the idea of the American dream is that it allows you the freedom to go out and change paths, change courses, figure out that this one isn't working and I have to go a different direction. You know, I thought I was going to be the big actor. And then that's not panning out. And maybe like Kei Kwan, you stick with it. And, of course, he's got lots of roles going back to Encino Man and Goonies and everything else, okay? Uh, but, you know, you stick with it and it works out. But some people stick with it and it doesn't work out. 
Part of the American dream is figuring out which is the right dream for you. And the example I was sort of historically used is, you know, imagine that Shaquille O'Neal for his whole life had dreamed one day, dreamed, a big dream, that he was going to be the jockey that won the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> you know, like, it's, sometimes you need a more appropriate dream. It's not don't have one, it's find the right one. You know, not every dream will do. Anyway, I, it, was a, it was a gorgeous speech. It's a beautiful speech. And, of course, a beautiful moment last night. Thank you. Thank you so much for welcoming me back. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. 516 here on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I'll give you a personal example, if it helps. Um, I did not ever dream of being a radio guy. I did dream about being a, let's see, uh... Uh, multi-millionaire Amway distributor. I dreamed about being a, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm <laughs> just trying to think of like some of the things I had as dreams as a kid. You know, I dreamed about being like a um, uh, uh, a senator or a president at some point. You know, I, I had dreams that had to shift just because, you know, I, I dreamed at one time of being a, a, a philosophy professor and I was actually working on that. And then, you know, things changed. I mean, by my own choice. Okay, I chose out of that one. But still, you know, the point is, it's not just have a dream and stick with it. Have a wise dream, one that makes sense, one that, you know, God's called you to, one that fits your design, your purposes, your capabilities. And then the thing about America is that, you know, you're not born to be only whatever your parents did. You're not born to be only a certain caste. You're not born to be at a certain level. You can transcend all of those things. You know, rags to riches and riches to rags, you know, both directions. That's the byproduct of freedom. It's a it, it really is an amazing thing. 518 here on News Radio 923. Rain. Well, I would say almost everywhere. It's not really anymore in Escambia County. There's some parts to the south of uh basically like Mobile uh, Highway there and Cervantes is kind of like there it's still raining. The southern half of Santa Rosa and Okaloosa County, basically I-10 is the divider between uh, wet and dry right now, and that's going to continue on for a little bit this morning. 437-1620-437-1620. You know, if you're getting ready to buy that next vehicle, I strongly recommend Frontier Motors. Great place to buy cars. I mean, fantastic place to buy cars. One of the things about Frontier is that they have a whole wide selection of different vehicles by different manufacturers sitting on the lot, open, waiting for you to sit in them and fiddle with the knobs and try the steering and adjust the seats. And obviously you can test drive them. And I really, listen, this is to me, one of the big advantages of Frontier is all in one place. You can side by side compare different cars, trucks, and vans. Because then, you know what happens a lot of times, it's um, it's like house shopping, you know? You see one, you see two, and by the third one, you're like, what was that first one again? You know, and the more you look at, the more kind of, it's hard to remember the distinctives, okay? Same thing for cars. You go here, drive one, you go there, drive one, you go there, drive one, and eventually it's like, ah. well, if you're at Frontier, they're all in one place because of the great selection. About 300 different good quality used cars and trucks on the lot at any given moment. So, all in one place. Drive a bunch. Drive four, five, six different ones. Drive one you don't think you're going to like just for the experience because maybe you find out you do. Maybe you're like, no, that's why I'm not a Jeep person. That's fine. Find out at Frontier Motors, serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, right behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. Hey, y'all, this is your girl, Cheryl Underwood, and I want to tell you something. My digestive system used to make me feel sluggish, but those days are over. Now I feel great. That's because I increased my fiber intake with the Metamucil 2-Week Challenge, and I'm still hooked. I just took Metamucil every day for 14 days, and it's really that easy. Metamucil traps and removes the waste that weighs you down, so you feel lighter and more energetic. Now I never want to go back to that heavy feeling. Are you ready for the Metamucil 2-Week Challenge for a coupon and daily support? Sign up at Metamucil.com today. 
when I can't sleep, my mind just races. I think about work, the kids, but I don't think about taking melatonin because I'm afraid I'll feel groggy in the morning. Zequel Pure Z's Gummies has an optimal dose of melatonin for no next day grogginess, so you can fall asleep naturally and wake up feeling refreshed. <sighs> Zequel Pure Z's Gummies for better sleep like never before. And try Pure Z Sleep plus Next Day Energy with melatonin plus extended release B vitamins. When you listen to News Radio 923 on Saturdays, you get the Garden Line Encore at 9. At home with Gary Sullivan at 10. Swan Capital at 1. Let's go Pensacola at 4. Father spent three years restoring this car. It is his love. It is his passion. It is his fault he didn't lock the garage. Good morning, 521 News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. And uh, Jenna is sitting in this morning for candy. We're Good having morning. a conversation off the air. Good morning, Jenna. And uh, we were talking about other films that Kehi Kwan was in. And, you know, Goonies, obviously, everywhere, everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once. And Sino Man, that was kind of one of the funny jokes is uh, that Brendan Fraser and um, Kehi Kwan were in Encino Man. And now they're both getting nominated for, you know, Best Man, sporting Brandon act, best Frazier, actor. So. Yes, amazing. Yeah. And, and the joke was, um, <laughs> what happened to Pauly Shore? <laughs> fair. <laughs> Just fair. No, question. but he was also short round. I forgot he was short round in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, So, which Jenna has not seen, I discovered. It's okay. She's yeah. young. <laughs> She's youngish. I, no, it's not that. There's different movies. Like, to be honest, I only made it through about 30 minutes of the first Top Gun. I've seen the second. What now? One a so what? Bit. Shh, don't yeah. say it again. Just make. Just nod your head. That, what I heard, I heard. Yeah. Okay. I got. I yeah. I'll tell you off air. Okay. But. <laughs> I gotcha. You didn't get to the volleyball scene. Oh <laughs> man, David Wayne's in the newsroom this morning with our headlines. David. Former President Trump is campaigning today in Iowa. Of course, that's the first stop of many presidential hopefuls. His uh, visit in Davenport today will be his first to the state since he announced his candidacy last fall. Senator John Kennedy has uh, recommended an improvement for President Biden's budget proposal. He says, run it through a shredder. He was on Fox News on Sunday, and uh, he tore into the $6.8 trillion proposal, saying it would... Uh, uh, saying that Biden's promise that it would solve the country's financial problems show he doesn't know what he's talking about. Many believe the uh, the budget is uh, dead and dead on arrival in the House anyhow. I think it would have been funny if he'd have brought a shredder with him. I mean, that would have been, you know, do a little demo. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Well, those new shredders, they'd tear through that whole thing all at once. Those things are powerful. Yeah. Uh, and the bracket for the NCAA men's basketball tournament is out. Yes. Sunday's selection show revealed the 68 teams competing for the title. It all starts tomorrow with a couple of first four matchups in Dayton, Ohio, Alabama, the number one overall seed, Houston, Kansas, and Purdue, the other top seeds. You fill out a bracket, David? I, no. No. Oh. I don't. I don't follow it close enough to really know. Oh no! That see that you, you've got it all backwards. The beauty of the tournament is they give you the opportunity to fill out a bracket 
when you don't know anything at all, everybody is equal. Ah, <laughs> you can complete make a complete randomness. Yes, yes. yes. You okay. can do like my wife used to do, which was by which name of the team or the mascot she liked the most. Yeah. Um, and she used to do it when when she was working as an engineer, and then she would beat all the other engineers, and they used to hate her for it. Uh, but that's the great. <laughs> that's the joy of it. Is you can like I'm. You know, I have not followed any. I've seen a couple of games and like portions really of those games all year long, and I can sit down with my pen last night and pick everything out and be like, yeah. And I don't, I don't know nothing. I, I can look at the records of the teams. And well, I might have to do it this year then. Do it. Do yeah, it. I've, nev- right. I've Jenna, never are you a uh, basketball? Do you, watch, do you watch the tournament, David? Sometimes. Bits mm. and pieces. Okay. Jenna, I bet this is going to be a no. No, yeah, I do. I don't <laughs> fill out a bracket. I used to. These oh, days right. I don't, but I, yeah, I used to be really into it. And then when I stopped having television, uh, I, well, I stopped. Yeah, that does get in the way. It does. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Osmosis uh, doesn't ever since fix co- it. Ever since college. Ever since college, I've always, uh, you know, fill out a bracket. It used to put a couple of bucks into a pool. I haven't done that in years, but whatever. Alabama, first time they get a number one seed ever. That's that's pretty impressive, and they're the number one overall seed. Uh, I don't have them winning because I would never do that to myself. I would, I would, <laughs> I would never put myself in a position where I have to, in any way, really root for Alabama to go <laughs> to win the championship. So I've got them losing to Arizona in the final four, or getting into the final four. Um, you can, I'm on record. I'll go ahead and say it. I got Arizona, Purdue. I, I can't believe I did it, but I picked Texas to beat Auburn. Auburn's probably not going to make it that far. They're going to play. They're probably going to lose to Houston in the first round, but that's okay. You know, fans a fan. I'll vote with my heart for a couple of rounds, just like I voted for Illinois to make it to the final four. And I know I'm going to get disappointed by that one too, but I can't, you I don't know how, when your alma mater is like a medium good team, how you pick them to lose, because you want you don't ever want to be in the position of like, man, I hope they don't keep going, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's, and that's not really and nice. So I typically the teams that I'm really like, I really want them to do well. I typically put them about two to three rounds farther than I should. <laughs> That's because I want, if it happens, I want to be like, yeah, I told you so. Is you know, why you keep losing on your bracket? Oh, no, <laughs> I never do well. I mean, I never. That's that's why, frankly, that's why I stopped putting any money on it at all. I'm like, this is so dumb. <laughs> I'm not going to. This is every year. This is just wasted money. And, uh, you know, and why bother? 437-1620, 437-1620. Oh, we'll talk about this this morning with uh, Shane Tucker. He's the Chief Deputy Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office. So you remember we were the first ones to report with him that shovel-to-the-face incident at the Southern Raceway a couple weeks ago when uh, somebody got upset at somebody else and, you know... As I guess things do in Milton, you know, it wound up being a shovel to the head. Uh, we got another one. South Santa Rosa News reporting that we had another bloody brawl. That was actually the headline that Romy wrote. Um, uh, another bloody brawl at Southern Raceway. The what now? Good Lord. Really? That's what's happening? We don't really know the details, uh, at least not yet, but I'll find out from uh, Shane Tucker later on. Uh, we got one guy facing fe- two felony charges. Something happened between one guy and another, and the son and a father son team, and um and now somebody went to jail. So and he's he looks it looks pretty bad. <laughs> I'm just looking at the uh, the Sounds booking photo fun. and you know yeah I, I wonder if this is like on the one hand it's episode of cops yeah it's crime right it's bad on the other hand it's like oh, you know go to the race you never know what's gonna happen. This is gonna end up on social media though. <laughs> just telling you, yes. Florida man oh. on, on on social media is definitely gonna carry this soon. Yeah, you 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 think something like that? That seems pretty likely. Four three seven sixteen twenty four three seven sixteen twenty. Oh. Uh, the the banking stuff. Holy smokes, man! Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I, I try not to pretend I know things that I don't know, so I'm gonna go ahead and admit it. 
I never heard of this Silicon Valley Bank before this weekend. Had never heard of it. And it's one of the, was it, I think, 18th largest bank in the U.S., if, if I remember correctly. Um, over $200 billion in assets. And, you know, heavily invested in Silicon Valley and apparently um, fairly well aligned with the ESG movement and diversity, equity, inclusion stuff. And they'd put a $5 billion promise into climate change, you know, activism or whatever. That should have been a red flag. Well, a lot of banks do that because they're so aligned. You know, they've got the massive investors like BlackRock who are backing them. And, you know, that's what those folks use as their judgment. That's why DeSantis working against that stuff is so important because he can separate financial performance from, you know, wokeness, which mm -hmm. is kind of what the whole, all the ESG stuff is about. But, you know, people got skittish about them and, you know, banks that, uh, you know, startups and uh, not even startups, but, you know, Silicon Valley banks that have been having trouble getting financing. Instead of getting financing deals extended, they couldn't get their, their bank loans, you know, for their projects or whatever. So they just started taking their, their capital out. Well, that made people get nervous and rumors go, and then you have a bank run. And it means basically like watching, um, you know, uh, uh, oh, good Lord. <laughs> what's the what's the all-time classic Christmas movie with um, Potterville and well, uh, It's a Wonderful Life? Anyway, oh. you know, it's a bank run. I mean, people get scared and then scared compounds. And, you know, banks never have that much money on hand. Whatever their total assets are, they only have a small fraction of that on hand. That's called fractional reserve banking. That's what they do. They they take your money and as you know, many movies and TV shows have explained, they give it out to other people for projects. That means that if you want your money back, you don't get it right then. If I mean if everybody wants it, if if you want it back, it's fine. The problem is when you and five thousand of your friends all want it back at the same time, which is what happened. So over the weekend you had this question about whether the bank was gonna get um basically backstopped by the US government. Because the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, the FDIC will insure you up to $250,000 for an individual account. Well, obviously, most of the assets in any bank are going to be well above that, right? Because it's not the small depositors that make up the bulk of the deposits. So you got 90% of their $200-plus billion is over that threshold. So the question was, would the bank be allowed to temporarily fold, try to get it sold to somebody else, knowing the issues? You know, because the money is still there in terms of the contracts that they have, the loans they have. It's not like it's worthless. But people freak out and, you know, they make a run. So now the FDIC is going to backstop them and all your deposits will be available starting today. Plus another bank that failed as well over the weekend in the $100 billion range. Um, so big stuff going on in the banking industry, but the FDIC stepped in. And so all of those assets are protected, which is a way of protecting from the cascade of subsequent failures at other banks. Tallahassee State Representative and New Dad, you know. So, you know, life is a little bit busy for Alex these days. 548 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm always talking about Christina Leavenworth. If you've got a home, you got to sell. Listen, if you want to interview several agents, of course. I mean, great. You know, you've got like maybe somebody that, you know, goes to church with you or is your friend or whatever and you know them. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Just include Christina on the list. You know, interview, because I mean, interview them to see who's going to do the best for you and ask her questions. You know, what will you do for uh, selling my house? How will it be different from any other agent? What kinds of things do you do? And she'll tell you. Okay. And then you can make an informed decision at that point because I think you you owe it to yourself to make sure that you're going to get the best sale price for your home. And I'm just telling you, if, if I'm selling my home, I'm selling it with Christina. <laughs> I mean, this is a really easy thing for me because she will get the best price. I know, like, she was just telling me the other day they were uh, working on some homes. They got one in, um, in Milton that they uh, put up and sold in one day. Another one in a different location in Milton, again, sold in one day. And another one, they've got uh, $5,000 over list, you know, price and, and an offer for it. So... 
So do they still know, even in this relatively cool real estate market, how to get deals done, how to make things happen, and how to get homes sold quickly for a great price? Yeah. Because it's all the like little thing. I mean, it really is a matter of all the little things, and it's kind of like you know she teaches real estate uh, folks how to do this now. And um, what she always tells me, she's like, Andrew, I, I'm not telling them anything they haven't heard. It's just that people don't do it. And she does it. And her team at Levin Rinky Realty, they do it. They just get it done. They get you the best price. Anyway, if you're thinking about selling your home and you want to decide, you know, whether to sell it or whom to sell it through, Christina Levenworth and her folks at Levin Rinky Realty, seven two three ninety one fifty eight. As a small business owner, what keeps you up at night? Just knowing if your email got hacked or your phone system went down, it could cost you thousands in revenue as well as your reputation. That's where Data Revolution comes in with their unique position to take care of you and your business IT support, phone systems, cybersecurity, and more. Secure it and sleep better at night by going to datarevs.com. Winner of the 2021 Best of the Bay for IT support, datarevs.com. Laura and I really wanted something that was inviting. We didn't want the traditional stuffy jewelry store. We wanted it to be sort of coastal casual, sort of really inviting, a place that was fun, that people could come and enjoy and not feel like they were being pressured. And we were shocked when we were recognized as one of America's coolest stores in 2018. They said, you know, there's not a lot like this in the Southeast, much less Pensacola. And we're really proud of it. Come visit us at Beret Jewelers. Investing in times like these can be scary if you don't have the right person at the helm of your finances. Armada Advisors will put you on the right path for success. Join Wesley Odom with Armada Advisors to find a better way you can successfully invest your money and enjoy your retirement. Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel tomorrow morning at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Listen to local talk, national talk, local news, and national news on News Radio Pensacola on the FM dial at 92.3, 95.3, on the AM dial at 1620. I am Groot. So I just got off the phone with a listener who raised a point that I had not thought of, but he's exactly right. He said, you know, the uh, reconstructive surgery going on uh, US-29 Palafox is it's starting to be a while, <laughs> you know, and look, and he's not talking about the W Street that was closed down. And I think they're done with that. They should have been done with it by now, but I don't I haven't driven past there in the last couple of days. I, I, I usually go on old Palafox. I don't drive up uh, US-29 at that point. But anyway, um, the caller had said you know, the problem that, that in rebuilding the interior two lanes and the exterior lanes remaining at low grade, which is what they are, okay, is um, that's basically, in effect, that speed bumps as you're going across east and west. I'm like, oh, my God, you're right. Because I, when I, and I travel on Brentland all the time, but I turn and go up and go up Old Palafox. So I don't experience that problem the same way. To me, it's more of a, oh, this is still not done. But no, I, and those are state projects, so FDOT's working on them. But um, I will ask Wes Moreno on Thursday about that, because that's a great point. Like, that's a great observ. I mean, unfortunately, that's an observation that, you know, here we have these major state roads, and it's the effect of having a speed bump. Two, three, 
I guess four really down and up, down and up, uh, going east to west or west to east across that intersection. And he's right. I'm sure that's terrible for cars. Uh, 5.53 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? North Korea's state-run news agency reporting that the country launched two missiles from a submarine in the Sea of Japan over the weekend. Uh, North Korea's military expressed satisfaction with the launch. They claimed the missiles hit their target precisely and traveled 900 miles. Uh, The launch took place only three days after North Korea shot six short-range missiles into the Yellow Sea. The Treasury Department says that they're taking steps to make sure all Silicon Valley bank deposits are paid in full. Depositors should have access to their money starting today. Uh, And that includes apparently deposits beyond that uh, federally insured ceiling of $250,000. And House Speaker Kevin McCarthy planning to make surveillance footage from the January 6th Capitol riots more widely available. On Sunday, he says he plans to slowly roll out that footage to every individual news agency saying his goal is transparency. Yeah, the the one concern that I know some uh, legislators and security folks have raised is that maybe you don't want... 100% visibility to every nook and cranny of the Capitol so that people who might have an intent to do something else harmful, you know, would be able to study it and think about how they would do it or what they would do if they could get inside, you know, I mean, and I'm sympathetic to that concern. That's a, that's, that's a reasonable concern, but the more of this footage that's available to the public in an unedited way, which is always the issue, the better, you know, if, because you know what? What more can we do than see the stuff as it was happening and judge for ourselves what we thought? Exactly. You know, how bad? How not bad? You know, bad, but you know, all of it. David, thanks so much for the update. Six six five fifty four here on News Radio ninety two three. Informative, local, dependable. What else do we have going on? Um, oh, last week uh, Jeff Bergash uh, did his coffee with the commissioner. You know, and talked about. The, there's always a. He always has Wes Moreno and um, Eric Gilmore, who's the department of, director of public safety, on to talk about stuff and. You know, there's always interesting stuff coming up from Eric. And uh, so, for example, we're getting eight new ambulances quicker than we would otherwise be able to get them because another department, a larger department in New York City, is not able to take them and they work for us. We had ordered eight trucks back in the 21st or 2021, and we had missed the window for getting in that opportunity to get the trucks on board. Uh, So they had to reorder our trucks. Well, Horton, the vendor we use for our ambulances, uh, they had ordered some ambulances for uh, FDNY, Fire, uh, New York Fire Department. Well, mm-hmm. it's not the chassis they wanted, but it met our specs. So we were able to snatch those eight chassis up and those eight ambulances up. So we'll have a, uh, we're on a build cycle now. I think they're 120 days. So hopefully within 120 days from now, we should have our new eight new ambulances rolling into Escambi County, which is very awesome. exciting. I'll take that. Right, but you know, July, August kind of time frame. That's good. You know, COVID has kind of hindered everything with manufacturing and the uh, scheduling. Our fire trucks, as we know, when we order those things, are two years out. It was the same with the ambulances, but we were very fortuitous in uh, the uh, misfortunes of fire, New York Fire Department to get get what we needed out of it. So we'll take them as a win. So. <laughs> Works for us, man. I'll take it. Also, you know, this kind of seems like forever project now, the Ambubus which is the conversion of a bus over to be able to transport. It, the best analogy is, you remember the, the TV show MASH? I almost said old, but that's like I grew up on the show. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I think I'm thinking of Jenna, who's right here with me. Uh, <laughs> did you watch MASH, Jenna, ever? Yes, up? I've seen MASH. Okay. Yeah. Well, you've seen it or you watched it. There's a difference. Yeah, I've watched it before. <laughs> I've, you have to understand, like, I was raised by a very different I gotcha. set of parents, so... Fair we enough. weren't allowed to anything that came out when I was young. I didn't really you watch. Okay, weren't allowed to see it. Okay, yes. fair enough. So it's this is the idea of where you would have a bus to transport medical needs, like you know mass casualty or 
you know, large transport or just, I mean, it would be able to put, I think it's like 12 to 15, something in that vicinity. I forget the exact number of patients on there at one time. Well, this project has been kind of like it was supposed to have already been deployed several times, you know, because things happen, okay? So he kind of explained some of the holdups. So the Ambubus is uh, done with state grants. So I need everybody to understand, first off, the state grant cycle, the state funding cycle, and the county funding cycle are two different funding cycles. The state (laughs) runs to July, and we run to October. So what had happened was we had we put the bus in for maintenance and uh, we had air conditioner problems. We had to do some upfitting on on the on some equipment, and in doing so, that the the money that we had to put the kit into the bus uh, was was on the clock to try to get it done. But we didn't have a bus to physically do it, and you have to have the project completed. Yeah. So the money kind of was available, but because we didn't have it done, couldn't get re, you know reimbursed for it. So we're waiting on the basically next fiscal year to pay off for the completion. We've missed the state end of the state cycle. We resupply, we re, uh, we reallocated for it, and they rolled it over. We're just waiting for them to give give us the funds right now. We thought February we had the funds. We've got the vendor picked out. I just need those funds to come back to us so I can ship the bus off uh, South Florida. The guy's going to outfit it, and then we'll be one hundred percent. There you go. So pretty soon we're going to have it. But there's a wrinkle, and the wrinkle is, in case you don't remember, what Baptist Hospital is going to be opening. And one of the key transportation pieces of their plan to get all their current patients in one hospital over to the new campus on the new hospital when it fully opens and is functional is the Ambubus, right? That's a very big part of what they're going to do because we're going to be, you know, it's going to be ambulances and the, the Ambubus is a big part of that plan. Now, I'm not saying they couldn't come up with another plan. I'm sure they have contingencies. You don't, no, nothing with a project that big is going to depend on any one piece of a solution, but I'm sure, I'm sure that uh, when Mark Faulkner and the folks at uh, Baptist were thinking about this, they're not eager to hear about a delay. We're going to have it ready before hurricane season. I can't tell you exactly what month, but I guarantee you before hurricane season, this season, that bus is going to be ready to get. So. Well, I, I know for sure there's one date in particular where we got to have it by, and that's September 23rd. That is correct. Mark Mark, and the guys at Baptist, they said, you know, <laughs> we're going to do it all in a day. Yeah, they need that bus. It's going to be a key part of it. So again, hopefully sometime this summer. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.